Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Friendship Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I am running into some technical difficulties. As I will say, I did open up my iPad and my phone, but you know, me trying to work these gadgets and gadgets is driving me crazy. So I'm trying to position myself in a way to where this light is not showing, but let me turn it this way. But yet we still got light in the room. So, and I'm brightening up people's day today. So again, thank you for thank you for joining me here at another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Again, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as the host. And I'm going to have other people joining me today. Now, today's topic is one of those topics, and it is entitled Parenting. You're a challenging adult child. And I had to tell my son that this show was specifically designed with him in mind. So before we get started, I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me, waking me up this morning. And if you guys can't hear me, please let me know. My computer don't want to work today. It's stuck telling me I need updates. And I'm just like, oh, thank God I was able to get me a new hairdo to get my hair right. So I'm in good spirits today. Now, when we talk about parenting your adult child, being a parented parent is a lifetime commitment. And boy, did I find that out. Children grow up very fast physically. They do not stay babies long. However, mentally and emotionally, once they become an adult, it is hard for a parent not to view them as a child. Now, we know that there's no such thing as a guilty parent, so I don't want nobody to be thinking whether they sell their child or, you know, you can't give what you don't have, you can't teach what you don't know. But I am a true believer that once a person reaches a certain age, if they didn't like the way things were when they was at home, they can figure it out once they become an adult. You know, I heard somebody say we got to break the curse of having kids leave when they turn 18, but many kids are going to be graduating from high school, some individuals will be graduating from college. You really don't want them coming back home. At least I know I don't. Now, when we start talking about this, today's show is designed to talk about many of the challenges that parents face as they parent their adult child. I recall thinking that once my son turned 18, I thought I was done. I put welcome to manhood. And even right before I got ready to do the show, I was like, Reggie, what do you want? You know, like, I want you. I'm like, no, you don't. Leave me alone. (laughs) She don't want to listen. So what I thought when he turned 18, I was done. Boy, did all hell break out once he turned 18. And what happened, I thought I got through the teenage years. But when I got to the adult years, it was a nightmare. So as a therapist, many have contacted me or many concerns have been brought to my attention such as defiant and disrespectful adult children. Sometimes you have children out there, adult children that are addicted to drugs or alcohol. I get those phone calls. Got a few of them even today. Toxic relationships. Sometimes they start dating folks. Uh, my sister had me cracking up telling me that my son don't never know his girlfriend's name. So, And that's just sad. He called him all my baby. Now, when we start talking about that and the toxic relationship and some 
once they became an adult, we found out that our child had some mental health issues, and that's really surreal, real, real. So those are just some of the things, and many parents deal with parental guilt, embarrassment, and shame. Some parents feel like even that they're a prisoner in their own home. So let me log on the guest that I have on here that's going to be joining me, because I want you to know that if you want to join in on the conversation, give me a call, 516-387-1914, because with respect and boundaries, Anything is possible, and it's definitely a must, and you have to know where to draw the line. So, welcome to Princess Predicaments Love Talk Radio, number ending in 4-4. How are you doing? Fine, and you, ma'am. How are you? How are you doing, Mama G? <laughs> How are you doing? Well, when I heard this title, I said, oh, uh-huh. Jesus. Do I need to come on this show? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because you got parental advice that you give people on your radio show. What you say? You got a PhD, so call Mama G. So, <laughs> you know, well, and I'm my, my, my PhD is called Parental Household Discipline. Uh-huh. Now, once they leave here, you, there's an old saying. Uh, they're on your knees uh-huh. when you're, uh, no, the children are on your lap when mm-hmm. they're in your house. Uh-huh. When they leave your house, you are on your knees for your children. Yeah. Because they will, that Pandora box is right there. As soon as they open, as soon as they leave the house, that mm-hmm. Pandora box and Satan is right there to say, yeah. do it this way. Yes, that's true. You know, and I that. Uh-huh. You know, it's interesting you said that. that because I remember my mama told me, she said that I wore her Bible out. And, you know, at first when she said that, I didn't know what she meant by that. But the thing is, when she passed away and I found her Bible, I found all kinds of scriptures and highlights and my name, my pictures. I'm like, whoo, she was for real, for real, when she said that I wore her Bible out. So when we start talking about this, and I heard what you're saying in regard to when, you know, they go, you go from the, they go from your lap to being now you as a parent on your knees. And a lot of parents, I was talking to a parent this morning, and I had to call them, because their adult son called me at 1030 at night last night and was mad at his mother, wanted her to make decisions for him. I said, no, you are an adult now, and you got to make your own decisions. So I'm not going to put that guilt on her. And a lot of times when, you know, and I remember my daughter telling me, Mom, I ain't never going to be grown. And she was so right. She ain't said she wanted to be grown, but by that same token, you know, age stage development is very, very, very important. And I know you also have adult children. So how oh. did you <laughs> and I know I know you called me from time to time, you know, but how did you manage parenting your adult children? Well, now the first one, as you know, she she is very famous. So, mm-hmm. and so I really 
this some of this is my fault because because she went to private school, she was in the entertainment business from a child to an adult. She mm-hmm. really didn't see the the community, the hood life. Mm-hmm. And so when she was exposed to it, she had an attitude of mama, you didn't teach me our culture. Mm-hmm. I said uh, sweetheart, you don't have to live like this. Correct. Now, you want to live like this, but no, we. I said, we've always been blessed. I've always been mm-hmm. a princess in my life. My parents provided mm-hmm. me with everything, so in turn, I had to do one better. I provided you with everything. Now, mm-hmm. you met some people who, who were jealous and told you you weren't living a black life, you were living a white life, and then you're going to try to tell me that? No. So I had you to know. go. She never heard me talk the street life. So I had mm-hmm. to tell her. And then, and then I said, okay, um, she, wanted, uh, she wanted me to hand over some money, but I said, I can't hold, I can't do that until you get a certain name. So mm-hmm. that was making her angry. And I mm-hmm. said, I'm sorry, the judge did this. <laughs> well, but, you know, Mama Dean, what you're talking about is those entitlement issues. And that's one of the things that a lot of adult children have is entitlement. I remember telling my son when he was in high school, you see all of this? This is mine. And if you want it, I advise you to go out there and get it. Because he had people believe me that I was living with him. He was sneaking drive my cars at night. I'm just like, really? I come home, young lady sitting in my house on my couch, wouldn't even speak to me. And they was like, well, he said he'd take care of you. I said, do do it look like I need to be taken care of? <laughs> and back then, you know, I was really young. Sorry about that myself. Mm-hmm. One day, my daughter thought she could be flipping. Mm-hmm. And then I let her finish her statement, and I said, let me tell you what happened. There was this pretty girl. She was loved by everybody. And she died, and everybody in the city, and she was just well-known. They had a beautiful service for her. Mm -hmm. And everybody cried. It was just so sad, tragic. She said, well, Mama, whose funeral was it? I said, it's going to be yours. You You know what, Mama G? I'll be telling people, because my son will do that. He'll call me, Mom, I'm going to die. Mom, I'm going to kill myself. It, it gets on my nerves. One time he was like, Mom, you're not going to hear from me no more. I said, can we practice? Can we really practice me not hearing from you? I really believe sometimes my son be trying to do a suicide by mom. I'm like, I'm not catching no case behind him. He called me the other day. I'm on my way to California. I'm almost there. And I told the lady that lived with me, I said, look, lock all the doors, lock the windows, put the dogs in the house. 
I'm going to give me a doggy joke. No. You know, it's just like, really? No, you are not coming. No, I'm not living with no adult child. Now, I want to say that we know that it can be challenging, but you also have to know when to seek professional assistance. You know, a lot of times, Mama G, people be so embarrassed that they carry this guilt, and that guilt is not necessary. So what happens is when they become an adult, they want you to feel guilty or they want to bring up old stuff, and when you know better, you do better. Now, the parent that I was with my two adult children is not the parent that I, the grandparent I am with my grandkids. Because now I'm more financially stable. I have more wisdom. I have I was a little bit more patience because sometimes that writer be driving me nuts. <laughs> I'm just old. You know, I ain't got to run up and down basketball courts no more and do all of that. So, you know, now I'm just like, really? You know, but you don't have to buy their love. And we talk about resentment. The resentment, they don't realize, can go both ways sometimes. But oh, you yeah. don't want oh, yeah. to enable them. Yeah. You know, and sometimes like I tell parents, I had to tell a woman today when her son called me last night, well, I'm just going to kill myself. I said, you know what? You might be doing her a favor. And when I told her that, and I didn't care if she got mad, my thing was, it was true. He's driving her nuts. And she kind of takes care of herself. That's true. That's true. Um, uh, that happened. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, so you're going to cut yourself up in half and give yourself a part to me and a part to somebody else? You go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then well, once, once they said that to me, I mm-hmm. said, you got it. Mm-hmm. And see, and see, and see when, when I went through my rebellious stage with my dad, not my mother, mm-hmm. with my dad, when mm-hmm. I was when I turned 18 and my dad was kind of envious because my mother catered to me and my brother. And okay. my father was like, oh, no, we ain't having this. Uh-huh. And I remember one time my daddy told my brother, he said, if your mother goes before me, you out of here. And my brother said, <laughs> Well, we praying that you go first. And, oh, my and God. And I fell out laughing. I oh fell out God. laughing. Wow. I, but we have to, what else, you know, we go through that prodigal period yep. in our life. Mm-hmm. Some, of us, some of us will go too far, but uh-huh. then you have to also have trust in God uh-huh. and seek professional help. God Correct. will guide you in where you're supposed to go. I always Correct. said that because, as you know, we did have our conversations because the 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 the, the fame and the money and the lawyers was getting to me. Correct. You remember? Yeah. And I, I do. And, and and you said just calm down. Your eyes like. I'm not, I, you know, you want your, you want your children to be successful. But when they got too much for me, I paused and I said, this child is driving me insane. <laughs> All of this lawyers, 
traveling and all this stuff was driving me insane. And then mm-hmm. I had, and then you said you reminded me just be you. Correct. That's and all so you I can do. Let her know. Mhm. Well, so you know, mm-hmm. and you know what? And that's a good thing. Huh? That's a good thing because you do have to be you, and especially. And I want to say, and you brought up a very interesting part that I didn't even put down on my list when we're talking about parenting um, adult children and the challenges is when you have a child that's in the entertainment business or a model or an actor, it does become more of a challenge. I was in Compton over the weekend and I was watching TV and I was watching some of the um, the black movies and I was watching a movie called um, Lazarus, Lazarus, Lazarus. And I saw the name, and my cousin's name went down across the screen. And I remembered some of the challenges that my cousin went through with even her children in, in, in the industry. You know, and I remember when Letitia was younger, and I, you know, was putting her in, taking all these showcases, and she was singing. And, you know, but Tisha never really gave me any problems. Tisha's now that she's older and almost as old as me, she'll tell me, figure it out figure it out. So I said I was going to have my 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 um 30 day don't complain. So for 30 days I can't complain about nothing around her. Cuz she'll tell me figure it out. You know cuz she never gave me any problems. But if you want to call in and you're listening to the show and you want to talk about some of the challenges that you're experiencing with parenting your adult child, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Hi, Joanne. I see you out there, Joanne. You can call in, too. I need to call Mother because I know Mother got some stories to tell. Now, I have a question, and this is one of the things, Mama G, that my mother used to say to me. She used to say, when you out there acting the food, they don't see you, they see me. Do you think yes, that you got that right? You yes. got that right. Tell mm-hmm. yes, your mother told my your mother and your and my mother must have been on the same ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in, in the, when, when they came over to America, okay, their spirit <laughs> must have been on the same, because. Uh. When I'm gonna be honest with you, when my daughter went through her um, particle son daughter crap, mm-hmm. I went through this. I was like, I didn't raise you like this. You're representing mm-hmm. me. My daddy and my mama told me when I walk out of this house, I'm not representing me. I'm representing them. Mm-hmm. So you're representing yep. me. And mm-hmm. I took my time, and, and I was on my knees praying for you, so you better get in your right mind quick in the hurry. Because you're going to be a dead famous person in a minute. <laughs> you know, that right there. That's what, but you know what? The thing is, and I'm going to be honest, because when I get those calls that my son did something, I don't even care no more. I, I, I just... You know, I just be like, or, or this, okay, is what they'll do. this is what they'll do, Mama G. They'll call me and say, well, you know your son. You know, I'll be like, look, don't tell me, tell him. He, he grown now. Tell me, tell him. He wasn't doing That's it when he was it. That's it. Now, see, once she, now once, once she, once that age became where she was, I, I didn't have to sign up for any more money or manage any of her finances or anything like mm-hmm. that. 
I said, baby, you are grown. Whatever you do now is between you and the Lord. Yep. Girl, you need to repeat that. That's between you and the Lord. And a lot of times they don't realize realize that. Girl, I had to get my son kicked off Facebook. (laughs) I couldn't even figure out how to do it. I was so mad at him the other day. I was I was screenshotting, taking pictures, and he go Deborah, he didn't know what he did. Ooh, I was pissed. But I contacted Facebook. I said, Yeah, I'm a Facebook snitch. I'm a snitch. Because what you did, if you was around me, I'm gonna kick your butt. Now the question what? is, do your adult child represent the way you parented them? See, you know, Mama G, that's one of the ways to alleviate yourself from the guilt. Because a lot of adult children not all, but many was raised right. And some of them can't wait until they reach the age of majority, not realizing that their parents are like, you know what, that's going to be on you. Just over the weekend, my daughter took a road trip because, you know, my grandbaby, is my oldest grandchild is on her way to college. So they went on a road trip to go down where she's going to be going to school. And this is another child, like my daughter, never gave us no problem. Always a good girl, but I'm like, Lord, when she turned 18, she just don't realize I got a cousin that's like 10 minutes away from her campus. I'll be right down there and be like, uh, what you think you're doing? <laughs> you better get it right. Stephanie, I see you watching too, Stephanie. You can call in because you know also about these parenting your adult child and some of the things that we had to go through. So I want to say, again, if you feel like your child it's not representing the way that you parented them, and you know that you did all that you could do, don't put, don't carry that guilt. Do not feel bad. And no, please don't. Please mm-hmm. don't. Please mm-hmm. don't. I'm telling people, I went through that period for like six months, and I was like, uh-uh. I went over what I did, and I was like, this kid lost her mind for a few minutes. <laughs> but, Lord, that's between her and you. You'll bring it back to her right mind in a minute, uh-huh. hopefully. And so when she had her first, I guess it really hit her once she had, I guess, the little girl. Because she'll be eight next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so all of the children are talented and smart. Mm-hmm. So now she sees what I've done. I guess it started happening after Christian, the oldest one now, because he's 18, and he's a well-established drummer. He has mm-hmm. played for uh, the Clark Sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody in the gospel arena knows that he's the most fantastic drummer and keyboard around. He's played mm-hmm. for a gospel group. So he's well into the entertainment business. And he and he was born on Michael Jackson's birthday, so he wow. likes the attention. Mm-hmm. But you know, and the little girl, she's smart. She's the smartest second grader in the school mm-hmm. district. So she has come back to tell me, mm-hmm. Mom, you did an excellent job with mm-hmm. raising us. Because you now you know my second child, you used to take to school. Yeah, and he wrote he's a well-known drummer, <laughs> and he 
and he is he is comfortable in his environment. Mm-hmm. And now my third one, he knew how to get what he wanted because he would ask his dad, "Do I really have to do this?" Mm-hmm. And he went off on both of them. Mm-hmm. I said, "Excuse me." That old saying, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Uh-huh. I'm always going to be here for you, son. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you of that. You know what, Mama G, that brings me to another thing we could talk about is not only, you know, because, you know, talking about just the entitlement issues, because a lot of times kids think that what their parents got belongs to them. And they be waiting on their parents to die, thinking they go just own that stuff, but then you don't even know how to keep it. I used to tell my yes. son, I told my son, I had to keep a husband, because if I didn't stay married, I didn't want him to be my next to kin. So, because you were just not responsible. <laughs> then the last husband I had here, I said, if I die, then he might not even show up. So that was going to be a problem. So I had to make sure I get all my affairs in order. You know, but the thing is, when we start talking about the entitlement issues, it's huge. For these adult kids, get your own. Now, there are some children, adult children, I'm very proud of. You know, I know that there are some adult children that have went to college, made a way for themselves, tried to buy them or bought them a home, you know, married, went to the military. They are doing what they're supposed to do. And I want to give those... And like I said, and a lot of parents have went beyond the call of duty to make sure that their kids were okay. Because we got to remember that when we were parents, we would dream of our children going to college, getting married, going into the military, or perhaps moving out the home. We didn't expect for them to be the boomerang child coming back. You know, you got to pay their bills and do all of this stuff. So, you know, the lazy, I want to talk about the lazy adults living with parents. We've seen on oh. the news their parents have had to take their kids to court, that the kids just be trying to bully the parents. I'm not going nowhere. Now, you know what? My mama, hmm, Lord, my mama put a gun up to my head. I was like, oh, got to go. <laughs> got to go. I thought I was going to get a My mother said, hey, you got the nerve to be pregnant. Oh, come on, oh, got to go. Come get me. Come get me. She just pulled out that 38. You know, but the thing is, some parents are afraid of their children. They're like prisoners now in their you, own home. No, now you know I have a physical challenge, but if you think I was afraid, of, I was a David. I am a David. You have to kill me because I'm going to try to, my best to kill you. You can, you can run over me. Mm-hmm. I, my, my fourth person my my fourth child. Uh huh. I know you're about you. And he's bigger Pardon than every. He's bigger than your other kids. That's right. And you think he's gonna run over me? I don't think so. Now yeah. he was. Now he was the one. He was the. You remember that movie uh, with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, I remember about, the football player. About the football you, player. Uh huh. I know what you're talking about. Okay, that's him. Uh-huh. But I had to, now the secret with him was we had a conversation when he moved in. Uh-huh. And I said, 
we go to church. He said, I, I went to church too. I said, well, who's Mary? He uh-huh. said, Mary who? I said, uh-oh, we have to start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. So, but the secret, now the secret is you don't teach them the first chapter of the Bible. That uh-huh. comes later. The, the book of the Bible, you have to teach a beginner is Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Proverbs mm-hmm. gives you common sense and wisdom. Yeah. My favorite verse in, the, in Proverbs is the one where it talks about if someone entices you to do wrong, mm-hmm. you start running away. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, you know what? I got another, I got a caller on the line, Mama G. Let me log this person on. And then I want to go to another topic that happens. We talk about parenting your adult child. Okay. And now you still Okay. Um, hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Pressure Predicaments, Block Talk Radio, number ending in three three. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. So before you speak, let me add this one, Mama G. And Nancy, you can help help with this one too. Now we already talked about the defined adult child, the child with the entitlement issue. What about the loaning your child for money? See, my thing oh. is, my mother told me, don't know what you can't give, and you want to make sure that your child is having some, you know, that they kind of you got them going down the right path and everything, but. When you when your child asks you for some money for a loan, that ain't no loan because they ain't gonna get back to you. So <laughs> what did you well, take on that? You can't give it back. Uh huh. If uh, if you if you ask me for some money and I don't get it back within sixty days, we have a problem. Because <laughs> we see, have I'm a tired now. Huh? You gonna take him to court, Mama G? You gonna take him to no. court? No, no, no. They're closed, and everything will be at the front door. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Uh, my son. My son because Eddie right now. Uh-huh. Now, Eddie has no me money, and I pay it back. Uh-huh. So we, we, we have a 60-day rule. Uh-huh. So we need 60 days. We have, we, we have 60 days to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I miss my 60 days, then he doesn't have to pay his rent. Mama, Mama G, I remember one time my son borrowed $50 from me, right? He didn't pay for no cars, no. He didn't tore up my vehicles. He didn't broke the This boy just, just put me through the ringer, okay? Well, one time he borrowed $50 from me, and he said, Mom, he said, I owe you $100. I said, why you owe me 100 for the 50 that I borrowed and another 50 I need to borrow, I was like, uh-uh, get away from me. But he'll say, Mom, he'll say, Mom, I ain't going to ask you. This is my last time asking you. Mom, this is my, I'll be like, didn't you say that was your last time, the time before that? So, I mean, yeah. I think we got to make sure that if we loan them money, don't <laughs> it back or make sure you're clear with that. Sometimes give them a promissory note and make sure they sign it. Even though I did that too, it's still to get my money back. But what the thing is, we want to teach them to be responsible and to be held accountable so that they will know if you mistreat your parents. And, you know, they say in the Bible, either honor your mother and my father so that thy days on earth can be longer. 
And a lot of times people don't believe that. Okay, Nancy, I got you on the line, Nancy. What do you want to say in regards to this topic, parenting your challenging adult child? Parenting your challenging adult child. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot I could say about that. Um, my daughter is 21 and my son is 19 now. And um, he's never asked me for anything. Um, he was in the Navy and um, I willingly sent him money mm-hmm. to his bank account because, um, you know, he was um, – he barely went in, and mm-hmm. um, one of the recruiters told me not to do that because um, I'm enabling him to be lazy. Mm. So I stopped. Um, my daughter, um, I started communicating with her in December, and from December to January, I gave her $200 to help her pay her bills because she wasn't working. And... Mm. Um, you know, her dad got in the middle of a relationship and destroyed a relationship again because um, he's um, that type of person that if mm-hmm. if he can't have me, um, nobody else can. And, right. um, you know, so with that being said, he was just using my daughter as a pawn to get me to communicate with him. And um, I stopped all communications with them. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going to um, allow you to um, take advantage of me. I love and value myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel that what's coming to me is, um, would you give your child a snake to Ooh. eat? Ooh, That's what was coming to me when I was helping my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I started praying about it, and I got counsel from my pastor, and he said no. You don't uh-huh. owe her nothing. Uh-huh. Let her come back on her own. Uh-huh. Because she's so brainwashed from my ex-husband. From the, she's still living with her dad. She's six, she's, she was six years old when the courts took her away from me and her uh-huh. brother. And, you know, in due time and due season, it says that if you planted those seeds of God's grace yeah. into their heart, they that will flourish in their life and people people will encourage your children mm-hmm. along the way to get in contact mm-hmm. with their mother. Mm-hmm. And if you if you wait upon the Lord, you shall renew your strength. Mm-hmm. But you need to be the key word is you need to be patient while you're waiting. Correct. Things Correct. are not gonna happen the way Miss Nancy wants it. Things ain't gonna happen <laughs> You know, money money can't buy love. Correct. Money and cannot you know buy that love. That is huge. That is huge. Because I own a rehab, you know, Nancy, and I've seen a lot of parents, you know, try to bribe their adult child or give them things to get them to come visit. And money can't buy love. And like I said, and that's feeding and that's feeding that beast. I want to transition into something else, and it goes into – what do you do when your adult child makes bad decisions? Because I know what? my son, those decisions had to do with the women he dated, um, the habits he picked up. And, you know, and they get to the point where I'm grown, I can do what I want to do. 
But, you know, you've already been there and done that, and you know where it's going to lead them. And I know that one of them is we need to role model as an parent what we want them to do. But I'm going to ask you, Mama G, what is something, because I don't have access to get to my little stuff that I had at first, but what can we do when we see our adult child making bad decisions? Um, what I did with uh, my two children who were successful is I told them, your decision challenges makes your life. Mm-hmm. So think about your, you have to show them the consequences of their decision. Mm-hmm. Now, once I tell you the consequences of your decision, don't call me because I warned you. <laughs> you said don't call me. You going to put your phone on mute or you going to block them? Because I, I got my phone blocked sometimes. Sometimes I have to block them periodically. <laughs> and my phone have not been on in over five years. You'll be like, Jeanette, I called you. And you go straight to yeah. voicemail or you I don't keep my ringer on. Well, no, what they do is, well, uh, Rory Jr. would, he would, I mean, because he saw his sister, I mm-hmm. guess some of the things he just wouldn't, he said, well, no, I, I know I couldn't do this. So mm-hmm. I've seen the consequences of what I, and then my daughter, she would come to me and say, well, yeah, mom, you, you know, because she went to private school, Sometimes she thinks she would be more intelligent. And I'm like, baby, I, I, I said, yes. That's why I, I said, that's why I put you in private school, because I thought you'd have more common sense and more, more. See, all, I said, all that money taught you is how to get in the system, but you don't have common sense. But you'll never be, you will be intellectually book smarter than me. But wisdom-wise, you'll never reach that. You know, you just said something that kind of gets home for me. You you said something, Mama G, because I used to do that to my mother. My mother made me make straight A's. So I was always very articulate, very intelligent, very smart. People used to think I was a bookworm. I really was because I don't like reading books. I was just, it just (laughs) came natural for me. And when I found out that I was more, I want to say had a higher education than my mother did, or I was more intellectual, I would use that to my advantage. But my mother had street wisdom, which I do too. But she was one, um, wow, you couldn't compare with her and my grandmother when it came to that. So, you know, when you take street smarts, common sense, and you have beauty, that kind of makes you dangerous. And a lot of times yes. it's people can't, they don't have all of those those uh, components. But that is true. A lot of times parents send their children to these elite colleges and schools, and the kids come back wanting to down, like they embarrass their parents or want to degrade their parents. Now, I didn't have that problem with my children, but I have seen that happen where Parents are, don't even, the communication, there's so many barriers where they think they're smarter than the parents. 
You're not going to, uh-uh, no. I, I tell my mother, I mean, tell my daughter I was dealing with some health issues with my blood pressure and they think I got pre-diabetes, but I got to lose some weight. And I said, my goal is to live longer than my mama did. <laughs> my mother died at 59. <laughs> I'm so past 59. That's my goal. Because my mother used to always tell me, keep living. Just keep living. Or she'll tell me, when Ricky do something that ain't nobody else in his family done, let me know. And I used to, and that's why he gets mad at me, because when he do something, I'm like, my uncle did it, you know, my cousins did it, this ain't new. So I just wanted to put it out there, like you said, let them know that whatever decision you make, you go be held accountable for that. Not me. I'm not accountable for your decisions. But I'll be telling Reggie, I don't want the police and the feds knocking at my door looking for you, because you ain't coming up here, running up here. So another thing is, and I want to bring up, is because we want to make sure that when our children grow up, that they are responsible and that they be held accountable. And like I said, and we can do that by leading by example, not enabling them, not becoming codependent, not parenting in guilt. I want to give the listeners some information. There's two books that I that I, I've read, I have, basically, I, say I read through the whole book, but I do have them. And one of them is entitled, When Our Grown Kids Disappoint Us. Because I had to realize, as a parent, I was more disappointed. My son thought I didn't like him. It's not that I didn't like him, even though he ever like his father. I didn't care for his ways, but I was disappointed because he really had no excuses. Another good book out there is Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children. A lot of parents struggle with setting boundaries. And what would you about to say, Mama G? I was going to say, you just have, now my daughter has trained her, her children when they come to my house. There's certain things they don't do. They don't say, hey, dog, what's uh-huh. They, they call uh-huh. each other by their name. Uh-huh. I don't like to say, dog, what's up, stuff. No, you have a name. You don't uh-huh. do that when you go for a job interview. You don't talk like that in public. And because uh-huh. I'm a member of the country club, I was uh-huh. like, y'all have, y'all, y'all have to leave that hood language at home. <laughs> this, is, this is how society is run. They say hello. Ooh. They don't say what's up. They uh-huh. say hello here. Mm-hmm. So my daughter, I said, and now, you know, she married, she, <laughs> I, I told her husband. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I can hear that in your voice. Sometimes they marry down. I get it. <laughs> yes. I get it. My mama used to be on me about so, something like that, too. He's like, what, what you thinking? Okay. So I, I get it. I, I said, I just looked at him and I said, as long as you make her happy, you, mm-hmm. you won't hear from me. Mm-hmm. Now, when she started calling me up, I said, I'm going to tell you like my daddy told me when I married your dad. You made your bed, now lay in it. Yeah. Now, you know what, Mama G? I got I to gotta call you out on this one. Yeah, because when you called me on that, you know I was ready to go do some drive-bys. I'm like, uh-uh, he ain't going to be getting away with treating her like that. I don't know if that was the first one or the other one, but it was the first one. Now, that kind of pissed me off. 
Now, that is true. We will, that's another old saying, you make that bed, now lay in it. But we don't want our babies and our adult children to be hurt or any harm come their way. Now, I know that, now, even with my son, some of the women he dated, I let them know, whatever goes on between you two, but don't think I'm going to let you just hurt my child. That I'm not going to let you do. But if you continue to make those decisions and be with some people, I'll back out. I'll back out because I don't want to think you come do that to me. That's so, right. Now, now, when, now, when, now, when, now, when she went on tour and she came back home, mm-hmm. she called me up and I said, well, sweetheart, leave the kids with me mm-hmm. and you won't have this problem. So, mm-hmm. we, so we had an understanding. Once, when she went back out of town, the kids stayed with me, and things went smoothly. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things is when we're talking about parenting adult children. Now, I want to say this, and you can also speak on this too, because there are some parents that have adult children with disabilities, or let's yeah. say they have uh, physical disabilities, mental disabilities. You know, there's a lot of parents now that have children that are artistic, that are, you know, back in the day when we were parents, you know, Down syndrome and ADHD was some of the things that was going on. Now we have some parents that are dealing with some really severe chronic, chronical, chronically mental illness that some of these parents don't know what to do. I told my son, I said, you keep on, I'm at you 5150. You're going to be sitting in somebody's uh, mental institution eating jello with paper clothes on, the way he be acting sometimes. <laughs> now, the, and I, girl, I posted it on Facebook. I showed it, telling him that you go have me 51, have you 5150 for real. So the thing is, that doesn't minimize your role as a parent. You still have to set boundaries and know your child and make sure that you tap into some of the resources that are available. So if your child is dealing with a physical or mental illness, contact the regional center. Contact NOMNI. Get into a support group. Don't let that child kill you. You know, growing up in Compton, Mama G, I saw so many parents stressed out, especially if their kids was on drugs. I get calls from parents telling me my 30, 40-year-old is addicted to drugs. And, I, you know, right now because of COVID, I'm not seeing people face-to-face. So I'm not doing a lot of the groups that I was doing. I'm doing more telehealth. But I think I'm going to have to find a way to get back into the swing of things because I'm trying to hire me some counselors or some more counselors out there. But there's a lot of calls that I get from parents that are struggling because their child has either mental health issues or drug and alcohol issues. What would you say in regards to that? Now, my second one has minor chronic seizures and mild, very mild spastic cerebral palsy. So that means that his mind intellectually is still elementary level, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of survival skills. What mm-hmm. you have to do is you get, you go to a clinic. If you can't afford 
personal physicians like I have, then you go to the clinic and you ask them all the resources you can, and you pray and ask God to guide you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you see people, but you ask God to guide you of where you're supposed to go and bring mm-hmm. those people into your life. Now, mm-hmm. I have someone who has, who's a retired tutor that helped me with Alfred. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it was by God's divine that I I met her, mm-hmm. but I also let you also let you get a good relationship with the social worker mm-hmm. to let them know that Alfred is your top priority. Like mm-hmm. during the COVID, you know Alfred's job permanently closed, mm-hmm. and then so they wanted. Alfred to go on a one-on-one basis of going to the mall, going to the library, and just hanging out. And I'm like, no, Alfred doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. Alfred has enough social in his life. He goes bowling. He's a drummer mm-hmm. for a church. He's mm-hmm. he's drummed at at the California Missionary Baptist State Convention. He's been mm-hmm. a drummer at Co- Coney Hall in San Diego. Mm-hmm. For the Black History Program, right. so we okay. don't need no social stuff. Well, what I yeah, needed, okay. so the social workers were really surprised that I was so in tune with what my right. son needed. So the first thing the parents need to be in tune of what their child needs, and sure. then you That's ask true. God to direct you where you need to go, gotcha. and you keep in contact. Correct. You have to be a part of the team, and they got to be collaboratively done. And, Joanne, I see your comment in regards to boundaries are important and sticking to them is key, and that is true. And I'm going to speak a little bit more on that with setting boundaries because a lot of parents get stuck because they don't want to be too hard on their children or they don't want their child to leave them or thinking that, you know, when I get older, I'm not going to have anybody. I don't care if if my kids ain't around when I get older. So let me log on the next caller. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Purchase Predicament. Number ended in 3-1. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay, ma'am. Catching the show. Just catching up on the show. How are you doing, ex <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Spock. You didn't remember last week, huh? Uh, Oh, that was our anniversary. You know what? I did. I did remember. And I told somebody when they called me, I said, today is one of my wedding anniversaries. <laughs> I did. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. So I want to give the parents five principles for parenting problem adult children. One of them is establishing a new set of rules. Because not only is, like Joanne was saying, boundaries are important, but sticking to the boundaries, we have to establish a new set of rules. So if what you're doing is not working, try something new. The second one says use discretion. You know, a lot of times I've seen knockout, drag out fights between parents and their adult children. Uh, D, you know my mama and Boogie, good Lord, they say You know, so you have to make sure you use discretion and stick to your core values. 
You know, sometimes we have homes where parents can be overly religious and kids can be rebellious or rebelling against that. So we want to stick to our values. Don't nag. Don't nag. And if you have grandchildren, remember your grandchildren. D or Mama G, any comments in regards to some of the five principles that we can remember? We all have grandchildren. I know sometimes I can add up on D, I think you got a lot of wind in your background. And sticking to your quarter value and establishing a new set of rules. Mama G, any comments in regards to that? Um, grandchildren. Um, I just tell them this is how you do things here. Mm-hmm. Now, what you do with your mom, that's between you and your mom. But when mm-hmm. you come here, these are grandmother rules, and let's follow them. And I teach them if you do things right, you get blessed. If you don't yep. do things right, then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. So they have, they'll, they'll come here because they get to ride the bikes, they go to the park, they mm-hmm. get to look at the, the, the movies here, we, we read books, we do games, we do a mm-hmm. variety of things, but they must behave. If they right. don't, they will get the phone call. Their mother mm-hmm. will get the phone call. And I don't care if she's in the studio on stage, that phone will be ringing. Mm-hmm. One of the things, Mama G, I want to say, and Linda, I see you out there watching on Facebook, Linda, you can call in and share some of your stuff. I want to say with the grandchildren, and remember the grandchildren, don't let the adult child manipulate you with your grandkids. Because sometimes oh, they'll be like, well, you can't go see your granny or you ain't going to never see your grandkids again. I, I remember, those are your kids, they ain't mine. You know, so that's another thing that we have to be mindful of is letting them know you're not going to manipulate me because with these grandkids, those are your kids. See, what do you think about the next? Because I know sometimes there were times that you might, I know it was a lot when, when, when the kids was little, but what about your adult children? Did you nag me? Are you asking me? No, I'm talking to D. Not uh, D. Well, um, my most, my hardest problem probably is with my daughter with her mental illness or whatnot, trying to get her help, and then she's fighting me tooth and nail against it. Mm-hmm. And, I don't see, especially here in Mississippi, it's, it's kind of a hit and miss situation. The mental system here, if you don't get in touch with some of the right people, you'll never get the correct help that you need trying to help your child. Then, most importantly, they got to want to help, too. And by them not really wanting to help, wanting to admit that they are in the wrong, it creates a whole different outlook on the success of that working out. And you but know what? And I you have a, a true. You should set rules. I believe that you should set rules or whatnot, and try and get your child or whatnot to work with you. But I find that with bipolar and mental illness like that, it's a lot harder to get them to work with you. Mhm. A lot of times, you, because like you said, they don't want to admit they have a problem. Like I said, I had to tell Reggie, "You gonna make me have you fifty-one fifty. 
Wait till I tell you the incident that happened with Uzi. If you would have you might have been ready to whoop his butt. <laughs> so again, establish the rules, use discretion, stick to core values, don't that. Another thing is lead by example. And remember with your adult wow. child. Not that you don't like the child, you don't like the behavior. And I'll I'll wow. throw this up there, Mama G, because you probably got to know this one. When they turn eighteen I was watching the news, and I'm watching all of those teenagers up there in Miami, the college students, and they want to go partying, and they think they can come in your house three, four, five o'clock in the morning. How do you handle oh. that? I don't have to deal with that one. Oh, well, see, you know, um, ma'am, I didn't have that kind of problem because remember. My goal was because I was a physical challenge person, I put the fear of God in them. Mm-hmm. And one time my daughter came home late because of her date's mother didn't pick them up on time. And so mm-hmm. the mother asked Laura, what happens if you're late? And Laura says, I've never been late. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. When they came to the house, I just told the mother, your son cannot call my daughter. Not for a month. <laughs> so he blew that one. <laughs> he blew that one. So we only I, have. You know, I said no. Mm-hmm. I, I, and then, you know, she kept a busy life that mm-hmm. she was always picked up in the car. She always mm-hmm. had somebody with her because of who mm-hmm. she was. So she's all, she was always on time. Now, Rory Jr., who was the boy, he came in late. And one night, I had the broom. And I said, I don't want no policeman to tell me you're dead or you're in jail because you because you were staying out too late and you got caught. Mm-hmm. So I had the broom. And I was mm-hmm. ready to go upside his head. And he wow. was, you can home from college. Wow. Well, that's and, and his dad, another one. Hmm? You know, okay. and then, okay. he, you know, he said, well, I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I have to, I can make decisions in this house. And that's when I called his dad. And his dad had to come home from work and said, brother, let me sit you down and give you the news. Mm-hmm. This is your mother's house. And she said mm-hmm. she wants you here by a certain time. She locked the door. Don't you ever say you have the decisions in this house again. You sound like, like Mother Stell. Mother Stell be like, 10 o'clock, if you ain't in by 10, you're locked out. out, out. Now, I want to get to this scenario. If you ain't at work, you ain't in by 10 o'clock. Ain't nobody getting no key. You come in when I'm up. Now, I want to give the, the, the information. And I, like I said, we talked about boundaries. Stick to them, observe respectful boundaries. Respect is huge. Listen more than you talk. You gotta remember as adults, when your parents are your adult child, we need to listen to find out and know our child and find out where their head is in the decisions that they're trying to make. Sometimes spending quality time with your adult child is very important. You do what you love to do together. You know, a lot of times Tisha and I will, you know, do things together, spend time together. Set ground rules for how to disagree. It's okay to disagree, but you don't have to disrespect. 
and make room for the significant others in their lives. I know, gee, my mother had a problem with that. My mother had a hard time with her girls and who we dated or whatever because she wanted all of our attention. So sometimes when you're parenting your challenging adult child, make room for the significant other in their lives. Also, pray continuously. You've got to pray. Also, remember that you were once their age. Keep the door open, but keep your foot in the door so they can't squeeze their way in. Because I, I, I used to do that with Reggie. I, I had a, a, a stick in the door so he can't squeeze his body through. So you want to let them know, if you need me, I'm here. But you're not going to take advantage of me. Love them, but guard your heart. And when I say guard your heart, that means don't let them hurt you. Or even if they do, go in your room and cry by yourself. Don't let them see that they got that power over you. Because if they think they got that power over you, they will take advantage of you. D, anything you want the listeners to know before we go off the air? Because we are running out of time. Anything you want the listeners to know? Um. Uh, thank you for your show and the information that you provide, and I hope your listeners can get information like I did from your show. Well, and I, I mean, like be, I said, I have to add. a good father because a lot of fathers don't know what to do, and you have the parent girls and you have a son, so that can definitely be a challenge when your kids are adults and you still thinking in your mind that these are kids because they're your kids and you do want the best for them, and sometimes we will run into challenges because. I didn't, I mean, I'm like, look, I can't be reading no book on all of this stuff because there's no book, no guidelines of how to parent your child effectively because each child is different. And you're going to get that, oh, you love so-and-so and, oh, you gave so-and-so this. But you just be prepared for that. And like I said, self-care. Take a break. Know when to take a break. Don't get caught up in your emotions. Mama G, anything you want to leave the listeners with before we end the show today? And there's different paths to get them to give them to their greatness. Mm-hmm. Because each one of my that's why I have my show because one is very famous and talented. The other one was the special Olympus guy. The third one went to the most prestigious school in the United States, Army Navy Academy. The fourth mm-hmm. one I adopted who has physical I mean um, educational challenges. So each child has to have their own environment and their own path and their own way to love them in their special way. So nobody should be a favorite. Everybody should be loved collectively but have different ways of reaching their goals. And I want to say this because I know we're running out of time. If your child or your adult child is a challenge now, Remember, maturity don't come with age. As you pray, pray for them to be delivered, to be healed, to be set free, because they're going to tempt you. There's going to be ways that even if they grew up in the church, they may stray from all of that, but hope that they find their way back and that they don't forget the things that you've instilled to them in them and have shown them. And don't just totally give up on them, but give them that little rope to let them know, you know what, this is only, that's not my decision. You decided to do that. And hopefully, at the end of the day, before it's all over, they will make you proud. 
Because I know a woman told me a long time ago, and Reggie brought that up in my, to my brother, to my attention. Miss Porter told me, she said, she said Reggie's going to make you proud. Reggie, Reggie do everything to get on my nerves. But he reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't have no more nerves. That was your, my last nerves. You know, but she always used to say, she said, he's going to make you proud. I'm like, when? When is he 36? When? Lord Jesus. So, until, and now I've got a show tomorrow i got to do. But until then, remember you got this. If there's any topics out there that you want me to discuss, you want me to talk about, you can reach me on my business line at 714-992-1677. Or you can email me at preciouspredicaments at gmail.com. Or you can also contact me at um, jabney, lmft at gmail.com. And I'm looking at something. I went through the same thing and still going through the same two things with my two adults. That's why I told you to call in, Linda. So, you know, because a lot of times we, we go through things, and, and I want to say it, and I want to minimize it because there are some parents out there that have lost their adult children at a very young age, and I know, it, I mean, I've never experienced it, but I feel for those parents that have had to bury their adult children, but yeah, you've got to take care of yourself. She said, after yeah. I let go and said, I'm done, he said, it's the biggest change in my life because I pray to God. You know what? And that's true, Linda. Like I tell people, when I turn my son over to God, I don't take all that. I just remind God, this is in your hand. You in control. I ain't going to let this boy drive me crazy. That's it. You so have to. I, I, you I don't have take him back. Mm-mm, I take him back. I take him you back. I remember to. my brother Delano and pray, keep him in prayer. Hopefully he'll make a, a healing. He used to always say, God can get him punished better than I can. Because, um, it can be rough at times. It can be rough. So, again, thank you too for joining me on the show. I appreciate you guys. And until next show, remember, you've got this. And I'll give you a call later on. Let me, I got to take care of things. And I'll give you a call because I got something to tell you. Okay? All right. Thank be you. blessed. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>